best thing you could get for Christmas is alone time. <laughs> <laughs> and we all looked at her mom like, hmm. Clearly she's we channeling know her mother. Where you've heard that before. Right. <laughs> it was really funny. I mean, the timing was perfect. It was so funny. Hey, glad that you could make it today. We're sitting down on the Bridge Podcast to talk about what counts as quality time with the family. Mm. Bill Sammons is here. He's good morning. Typically good on afternoon. the morning show. Yeah, I always say good morning when I'm near a microphone. You so. do. Me too. <laughs> yeah, good morning. I'm Denise Harper from the morning show. Glad to be here today. And I'm Mark Dickey from the afternoon show. I'm Andrew Jackson, uh, the bridge director of marketing. And we are ready to share some of our personal stories, right, that have to do with family quality time, which... I don't know for you, but for me, I, I know how I define my quality time. <laughs> Different than your kids do. It might be. Yes. Yeah. Right. yeah. And I guess that's the wrestle with like self versus community, right? So, mm-hmm. but um, I don't know, Bill, What what's one way that you guys share quality time in your household? The first thing that I think of is something that my, my dad has, my dad says, Denise is nodding her head. She's yes. heard this a million times too. Kids spell love T-I-M-E. Hmm. So I think, I know you're, you're we're focusing on quality time, but let's not discount quantity time. I think that's important too. Quantity that and true. quantity and quality go together. Mm-hmm. But I main the main thing is time. I don't think it's important. You don't have to take them to Disney World every year. You don't have to do all these you know expensive things and have a big plan. Just be with them. Be present. That's true. Like and I. I have all these friends that are what I call like Disney families and they mm-hmm. go maybe sometimes twice a year. Right. And I think, how is that even possible for well, one? If you, if you can, it's great. It's I'm not great. discounting no, no, no. it. But yeah, but Whatever it, you choose to, but, but you're right. Like it doesn't have to be grand. Right. It doesn't have to be overwhelming. Like you're not, you don't have to put on a display for your kids or, or for right. your spouse. You, you know, it doesn't have to be a grand display every time you do something together. Yeah. So to that end, I mean, Denise, what are some ways that you guys, you know, I love to find things that, Uh, someone in my family really enjoys doing and and do them together like uh, when my kids were little Abby my my 17 year old daughter now she Mm. she loved to put puzzles together and we still put puzzles together Mm. that was something that it wasn't a big grand thing to do but it was it was time Sure. It was time spent. Did you ever have some of those puzzles that you worked on for like weeks and weeks or months and like mega puzzles? No, because she's she's the queen of the puzzle. She's oh, all she's night good. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> She'll stay on task. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I had some puzzles when I was a kid, but they never got finished. They yeah. never got finished. <laughs> and Cody loved sports stuff. So anything sports or we, okay. you know, go play yeah. putt-putt golf together. I loved taking Cody. We would have date night. And when we had date night, he and I would spend, we'd he could get to pick where we went to dinner and what activity we did. And sometimes it was cool. going to the movies or sometimes it was just going going to McDonald's and when he was young, like playing in the play place. Right. You know. Right. So, just yeah. Down on your knees rolling around with him, right? Yeah, like doing absolutely. his thing. Mm-hmm. Getting into his world. Yes. That was uh one concept that I took away from Donald Miller. I've heard him speak before. He's an author and um kind of a he does life coaching, I guess, and business coaching. Anyway, and he talked about how uh, he, he put a picture up on the screen and it was a dad sitting with his daughter on the sidewalk doing chalk art. He said, you know, you see this, this father has entered into his little girl's world. He's asking her what she wants to create, what she wants to do. And he's just being there present in the moment. And then he backed it up a step and he said, take a look at that picture again. That's you hmm. and God. 
God actively steps into our life and wants to co-create with us and wants to enjoy yeah. our moments. You know, He wants to be involved in those moments. And so I think that's a good reflection for us or a good um, example for us to step into our kids' lives, you know? Mm-hmm. Be part of what they want to create. Be part of what they're doing. Yeah, I think another one that's super easy to do but very easy to get out of the habit of is family time around the dinner table. Mm-hmm. Making sure that you have at least a meal together every day where you kind of are all on the same page, just having conversation, you yeah. know, no cell phones, no televisions on, and, the, you know, your attention going somewhere else. Just being present and having conversation with your family. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Yeah. That one point in the day, the dinner time point, and maybe yeah. it's breakfast for some families. Maybe it's lunch. Maybe, I don't know. But that one mm-hmm. meal, share that meal every day. Mm-hmm. So, Mark, you're sort of newly married, right? I mean, a couple of years now. Yeah, two and a half years. Um, I'm, I'm the only person on the show without children currently, mm-hmm. but that's not a hint either. <laughs> <laughs> okay, over and I heard that currently see. word. Let's see, where is it going to fall? <laughs> but, um, you know, as you guys were talking about this, it made me think of um, just how great of a listener that my mom is Mm. i didn't realize this until i heard my brother speaking to her he would come in and explain to my mom how this new exhaust works he'd be talking about all these (laughs) like weird you know like just car parts and it's it's complete gibberish and she's just listening like oh Mm -hmm. oh and she's just so interested and then i had it dawned on me that every conversation I've probably ever had with my mom about something super in-depth, right. she had no idea what I was talking about, but but she gave me the time of day and she mm-hmm. listened and, and was interested, even if it wasn't something that she yeah. was interested in. Because it mattered to you. Yeah. So it mattered See, to her. Oh, yeah, that's important. Yeah. Wow. No, I, I hadn't even... Thought of, I hadn't given my mom that much thought. <laughs> How terrible is Give that? Give her some I'm now credit. I'm running over in my mind like, wow, yeah, Andy, that was pretty boring. Uh, and you, you know, filled her head with it. <laughs> That's pretty neat. That's pretty neat. With kids, we noticed when, could, like, we were looking for every tip we could get, right, <laughs> as new parents. We've got two small kids still. And when they came along, um, we, didn't, we didn't know what to do. And uh, they would act up in the evening, right? We're like, our first child would just at night when I got home was that small amount of time between like arriving at home, getting dinner ready, putting her to bed. And sometimes she'd be just off the wall, you know, and uh, uncontrollable. And at first we would say, okay, that's it. You know, we're angry. You're in trouble. Go to bed because we didn't want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. But then we saw on this show, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's called super nanny. Yes. It's not, not on anymore. I wish it was. <laughs> I know. She was incredible. <laughs> so we took a bunch of tips from Joe and she said that, uh, your kids are acting out because they want attention and all they need is five minutes. Right. So we started yeah. to practice this. Like you come home, yep. you just spend five focused minutes yep, exactly. and like it turned the whole world around. Yeah. So then our, our little boy came along and we started to notice those acting up evenings. And I said, you know what? He just needs a little attention. That's so funny. we stepped back and did that. So it did the same thing for hmm. if you, if you give them that attention, as soon as you walk in the door, I guess it's like they get their fix. They know you're there. Right. They know you love them. And all is well. They get to unload all the stuff from their day or whatever. It makes a huge difference. It's a huge difference. And yeah. it's so little, but it makes a big difference. But I think that's also the um, – I think one thing we have to be really – this is funny. This work comes up in every podcast and every conversation we have. You have to be intentional about it. Mm-hmm. So I have two adult kids, and uh, so I've been through the process. Now I have a 10-year-old daughter at home. 
and uh, I'm now in my early 60s, <laughs> and I don't have the energy that I used to have. And she, she'll, you know, I'll be sitting there after a long day. I finally sit down in my chair, and she'll say, "Hey, you want to go, whatever, ride a bike?" <laughs> right. <laughs> and riding a bike is the last thing that I want to do. But I, nine times out of ten, will say, "Sure, let's go," mm. and we'll ride. We'll ride a bike for. 10 minutes and then she's good she's she's had her bike riding and um and then i don't then i can go sit in my chair for the rest of the evening yeah but more importantly is that i that i spent that time with her because i now in my old age looking back at my first two set of kids that 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 i raised i didn't do that and i regret that because that time is gone forever Mm -hmm. and you don't get that back so take advantage of it now. But you never know when the last time they're going to ask you to go bike riding or yes. play catch or whatever it is. See, and that I always yeah. wonder about that too because yeah. it'll be, you know, play with Legos or play with the yeah. – and I'm in my moments yeah. and I'm moving fast and I think I've got other things I need that are so important that I have to get done. Yeah. And then you do. You turn around and they're not asking anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, well, don't you want to play that? Yeah. No, Dad, I'm no, like I got my over friends. that now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So what are some things that, uh, that you have found that are fun for quality time with family, either whether it be uh, – parents or um, siblings or mm-hmm. with your kids what, what are some fun things that you do do one of the things that I've uh, discovered with my sons when they were young they were 10 and 13 they were they loved bike riding and they would build ramps in our driveway <laughs> at, with two by fours and cinder right, blocks and right. I would come home and I couldn't get in the driveway because they had been building ramps and jumping stuff so <laughs> uh, we and, and they were wrecking the forks on their bikes and bending yeah, the rims right. and stuff you know so one of them had a birthday we went to a good bike shop bought a good BMX style bike. And I said to the guy that I bought it from, are there any places around here where they can ride? Mm. So they're not jumping stuff in my driveway, but they're like jumping real things. And he said, uh, well, there's a sport called BMX, but the local local track is in Philadelphia, north of oh Philadelphia in Ben Salem. And uh, he said, we, we would love to have one around here. And there's two guys that know how to build it. They just need land. And I said, hmm, I have some land. So he said, <laughs> I'll have them call you. The next weekend, we started building a BMX track. Whoa! And uh, and you could we, get back in the in the driveway. We got yeah, <laughs> we we got it sanctioned by the American Bicycle Association. Yeah, we twice a week we would have in my in my yard basically next to my house. We had uh, at times a couple of hundred kids on bikes out there racing every weekend. Wow! My kids started going all over the country riding, as did a bunch of kids from around here. The track is still going; it's now been moved mm-hmm. off of my land to somewhere else. But because my kids are in their 30s now. But here's here's my point with that. I knew nothing about it, mm-hmm. but my kids were into it, so I learned. I learned how to right. fix a tire, and I, I learned about sprockets and what they all meant, and the different size bikes, and. I learned how to keep score and run the rules and and, it's probably and, and like all that kind of stuff. Not an avenue you would ever nope. even pursue. No, right? and I can't yeah. say I loved it. I can't say I loved it. But what I loved was two or three t- nights a week I was with my kids while they were riding. I knew mm. where they were. They knew where I was. I was there yeah, yeah. on their team. I was the mechanic. See, the that is mechanic. But <laughs> but yeah, but it didn't matter. It really no. didn't matter. They were they were fulfilling their passion, and we were spending. I mean, this is when they were teenagers. Yeah. And we right. were spending time together. And that's really so. If you could find something cool. like that, that you can kind of. Uh, kind of get yourself involved in their life a little bit see that's they, that, that's huge that's that co-creating thing again you're yeah. getting down in in their world yeah. that's cool that's a that's really cool yeah denise what do you and guys one of the things for? i i felt like when our kids were really involved and uh, abby was taking dance lessons and cody was into every sport imaginable we spent a lot of time together traveling 
because mm-hmm. you know they either had tournaments or games or recitals or practices and so we were together a lot uh, i i was telling you guys a while a little while ago about uh the van when my van finally gave up the ghost oh, after right. almost 280,000 miles um, I really wept over it and it wasn't because (laughs) I loved the car as much as it I just had all these memories of all of our family trips and you know all all the places that we went to under the sun doing things together that's cool yeah yeah Yeah. a couple of years ago we found again when when our daughter was maybe one or two something like that someone recommended a state park in western maryland Mm -hmm. and we found um these cabins that we went you go and stay at the cabin on the state park and beautiful little park and they take care of you very hospitable and our family loves going to this state park and so that's one fun thing that's kind of a you know a a bigger thing but the kids bring it up every year it gets to be like around spring and they ask when are we going to the cabin again when are we going to the cabin so that's a fun thing for us game nights those are fun i was just gonna say i love some board games yeah and i love card games with the kids and different Mm -hmm. and and whether they be little kid games or whether you're trying to introduce them to bigger things Mm -hmm. but let me ask you something question popped up in my mind i'm always looking at like the benefits of playing some of these games maybe they're learning math skills or social skills or you know so i'm always like trying to uh work this to my advantage so i have better (laughs) citizens to put out into the world right like can i just relax and play a video or a game with my kids whether it be a board game i think you should because it teaches them how to have real life i mean it is real life you know it doesn't have to be a game that always teaches them so you know like we don't have to play a rummy cube and always know how to add up all the numbers perfectly because really it's about the time and the conversations you're having Mm -hmm. while you're playing and don't always let them win Never. Oh, huh. let them win. oh okay. A lot of well, different camps here. They have to earn it, right. <laughs> earn yeah. the win. But yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love the fact that um, there, there was this. Uh, I can't remember who said it, but they said that circles are better than rows. And, and they were they were talking about church and how you, you should be in a small group uh, rather than just everyone looking one direction. Mm-hmm. And I think that applies in the family room mm-hmm. where. Yeah, you could watch a movie together, and yeah, there's times for that. But mm-hmm. whenever you get the opportunity to be in a circle around that oh, table, yeah. Yeah. playing a board game, it just like there's that. nothing like it. Yeah, I'm yeah. writing that down. May I? Yeah, <laughs> circles are better, better than, than rows. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I can just you know picture us around the family table. You know, like so. Then then you then you have to work on time, right? Like yeah. to fit it in. Where are some? Yeah. Where have you found time? You yeah. have to make it. Mm-hmm. You do. Yeah, the observation that I, uh, as I was thinking about this topic, my observation was when I was struggling the most for time, I was so super busy, career-oriented, young kids, they're developing, I want to make sure they're well-rounded, we're very involved in church, spending time with family, we have small groups, all this stuff going on, and struggling to find time quality time together when they were younger now my life is more calm i have more discretionary time my kids now are adult or adult enough Mm -hmm. that they're on their own schedules doing their own things and now i am asking them hey could we do this this weekend could would you Mm. go with me to this cats in the cradle right yeah (laughs) (laughs) and i've thought about that so much uh yeah my youngest uh, my 23 year old son is out on his own now and my youngest is she's a senior in high school Hmm. and it won't be long she's looking at college every day and so (laughs) so uh i came across the same 
thing that Bill mentioned earlier, being intentional Mm. and remembering it's not always going to be like this because sometimes the struggle and the challenge of finding and making the time, but it's so important because eventually the shoe's going to be on the other foot and uh, you're going to want to have taught your kids to make the time, to be intentional in the time that they Mm -hmm. spend too. Um, For me, uh, my parents moved to Idaho a couple of years ago. And so um, I only get to be out there about once a year. Uh, my mom comes and visits all the time. But but when I'm there, even if nothing exciting is happening, because they, they're retired and they just do what they want. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times my mom just enjoys reading a book. I would bring my laptop and I would just be hanging out in the same mm-hmm. room and just kind of chilling. And <laughs> and then it, something clicked at some point and it's like, oh, Oh no, this is the only time all year that we're in the same room together. Right. The laptop's staying in the bag. It might even just stay home next time. Like mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and I feel like the same thing with uh on Thanksgiving or Christmas mm-hmm. when you go to visit uh those aunts and uncles and cousins, it's easy to um mm, disappear. Yeah, to your, disappear yeah. to a you know, the other couch yep. in the other room or or whatever, yeah. but if you're only together once a year, um, whether you like them or not, it's only a couple hours, right? <laughs> if we yeah, are lucky. <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. You're absolutely right. It is it is a short amount of time, and, and that's the bittersweetness of it, right? It's yeah. it's a short amount of time. And um, so maybe we can work on making it better while we're together. Yeah. So with all of this said, I mean, ways that we can enter into our kids' lives, things that we can do together, all these ideas that we have, and and being intentional about setting aside time. What's one big takeaway for you? What's one thing that maybe you'll try to do, mm-hmm. you know, now versus what you did coming into this conversation? I would say most of everybody listening to this would say that they're willing to die for their family. So I would say, are you willing to live for your family? Mm-hmm. They'll um, the the kids when they're grown will remember the time you spent with them. They won't remember that the lawn was manicured or that the kitchen was clean every day. Mm. That stuff can wait. Mm not as important yes yeah that's a that's a great point i agree the days may seem long but the years fly by so be present today it's the gift that you get from god sounds good i'm gonna build a bmx track nice (laughs) it's gonna be a whole big research my grandkids over (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that sounds good I think uh, I, I really like that circles and rows idea. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to be, you know, very like observant about where we're at when we're there together and try and make ourselves, you know, f- fit into a circle mm-hmm. so that we're looking at each other and doing life together. Well, listen, thank you so much for joining us. You be sure to download the Bridge mobile app to get the latest podcast episodes. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with a friend. You can get complete show notes on our website at 887thebridge.com. <laughs>